Well, hello, Nicola. You said it's thunder and lightning there. God help us. Yes, yeah. End of days weather today. It's glorious. And as uh, I was driving through the city there, it's uh, CIT or UCC, you know, Christmas days. So oh, they're yeah. all around their Christmas jumpers. But like the weather, it's mm. just like torrential and so cold. The craters, I was looking at them uh, those days. Do you remember those days? Did you I, have them when you were in I think we had Christmas Day in like March or April, like it was. No, like, we used to always do it in like November and UL mm. as well. But uh, oh, geez, the BFC hammer from like yeah. 10 o'clock in the morning, but uh, brought me back the good old days. But the yeah. weather, the craters. <laughs> uh, welcome to Fox Forest 5, everybody. This isn't the shipping forecast or anything like that. We're not just going to talk about the weather for the day. Um, yeah, no. it's not bad here, actually. It's co- co- very cold. Oh my God, the cold. But um, and I think everybody's the same, like trying not to like have the heating on all the time so there is inevitably yeah. a time in the day when you're freezing mm. but um yeah so uh how's things everything all right you just got a nice little package Good. through the door there you were swooning over Indeed. it got a lovely package so from my wonderful colleague noreen who sent me the most beautiful wreath it's absolutely gorgeous so i'm a bit emotional because <laughs> oh, it was a big surprise i haven't even had a chance to tell her yet that i got it so um yeah absolutely <laughs> gorgeous so it was very very nice so. nice, nice nice yeah all is good all is good the week is my week is over i'm actually off work now but so nice weekend Woo-hoo. Well, you're off to fucking Amsterdam. I wish I was off to Amsterdam. <laughs> smoking a pancake, some sexy tap, some Heineken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or something. A ping pong show. <laughs> to be honest with you, my weekend will be uh, wine, uh, beer, wine, beer, wine, beer, wine, beer. And uh, we're going on a canal a cruise. Culture. We're doing a canal oh, cruise. There we go. Um, and then <laughs> nice. on Saturday, we've got tickets to see Phoenix. Which I'm obsessed oh, cool. with, yeah. Very so good. I cannot wait for that because they're my favorite band, and they brought out a new album there a few weeks ago. And uh, I'm totally pumped. I've been watching Phoenix videos all week. Is so. it like in the big arena in Amsterdam? Is um, the big arena? No, like- I, no, they're playing kind of maybe two, three thousand seater places. Oh, cool, you know? yeah. Well, you would be standing like. Well, but, it's um, cool that the, the 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 I was only in one ever there, and it was really cool. So I don't know if that's that one. Paradiso is like the place we're going to Paradiso. Yeah. Actually, one of my friends is nice. staying on for a few extra days and she's going to see Kay Tempest there on um, oh, cool. the start of the week as well. So it's obviously a big venue for, you know, bands and touring bands and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, and I'll be back on Sunday absolutely dying. So, uh, yeah. But hey, this is um, this is the last of our trips that got cancelled during COVID. So we were supposed to go to Lisbon uh, in yeah, the nice. summer of 2020 for a festival and we had an Airbnb voucher left. So that's what we're doing, going with the gang. So there's eight of us going, so we'll have a right all. Lark. Great, I didn't have a gas left. Yes, exactly. So um, that's it. Looking forward to it. So um, we better get on with this carry on. So number one. One. Funnily enough, actually talking about the cold and being um, affected by it and stuff, um, Ireland's fittest family finished up this week. Did you watch it, Nick? I actually didn't watch it final, but I mean, we watched a few weeks because mm. Ger's colleague was actually in it, ah, <laughs> his away. family. I used to kind of yeah, enjoy so it. Yeah. It's very, it's mm. very enjoyable. I yeah. mean, it's good, clean fun. And like the last, the, the last things they do are mad altogether. So yeah. like trying to climb that bloody massive ramp and stuff. So you're always oh, screaming yeah. at the telly by the end of it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure everyone watching it was thinking like, I could never climb over that hay bale, you know. Um, no. So if you're in a bit of a winter funk, 
with your exercise. Listen yeah. up. Some Here's five tips to help you exercise in the winter. Aww, uh, one, bring your fitness indoors. If you're allergic to the cold winter weather, we feel you. The good news is you can bring exercise indoors, whether it's swimming at the local pool, game of AstroTurf football or a home workout on YouTube. Find something you enjoy and commit to it. Make sure you still make time to go outside in natural daylight to steal as much of that vitamin D as you can from the sun. Uh, buddy up with a friend. It can be hard to find motivation at the best of times. Never mind when it's gloomy and outside and 6pm feels like bedtime. A great way to stay motivated is to show up and work out with a buddy. Um, this way, your walk, run or gym class will feel less like a chore and more of an excuse to socialise. Uh, number three, wear the right clothes. We get it. It's cold, dark, windy. Not exactly the most enticing conditions to get outdoors and get moving. As the saying goes, there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothes. Or it's only inappropriate clothing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like a day like today, you know, you're like, no matter what clothes you had on today, you're going to end up oh, like Jesus, miserable. Last week, I didn't cold. go out running for three days because of the rain. And eventually I was like, I'm just yeah, going to have to bad. go out in the rain. And there was literally lightning. And Stuart was like, you can't go out. And Stuart would like push me out the door in terrible weather. He'd be like, off yeah. you go, you're fine. He's like, you can't, you actually can't go out. I was like, oh, for God. Actually, it's there actually was flooding <laughs> on the roads. I wouldn't oh. have been able to get through it, you know, so mad. Dress dry, not warm. Yes, I agree. You warm yourself up by moving, so there's no need for 10 layers of clothing. Go for waterproof materials and light layers and you're winning. Number four, put it in your diary. It's all well and good to make plans to get out there and move your body. But if you schedule it in the calendar by signing up for a class or paying for something, then you're more likely to do it. And number five, work towards a goal. Sometimes it helps to have a goal to work towards, whether it's being able to bench 40 kg or run 5k without taking breaks. Figure out a goal that works for you and dedicate yourself to reaching that finish line. Um, I actually went to my first yoga class last night in about oh nice two years, and it was Did one of like those. It? it was one of the more hippy dippy yoga classes. I have to okay. Is a local one now? Yeah. Like a new one too. Yeah, yeah. and she had mm. the old singing bowl going at the start. Okay, and oh, at the right. end, oh, she, yeah, okay. at the end there was some singing. There was some chanting. Oh. There was a there was a harm. <laughs> do you know what a harmonium is? It's like a bo- it's like no. a little mini piano that's got a almost like an accordion <laughs> bit on the back of it, and you fold it out and fold it in, and it goes. <laughs> and she had her harmonium, which Beautiful. you know the it was yeah. it was exported to India by the British when they colonized India, and then the the Indian people. <laughs> Do you know this? <laughs> She told us, she told us last night, they have kept it and they still use it and they use it a lot for their chanting and yoga and stuff like that. So, um, dude, yeah, we'll see about going back. Do you like it? We'll see. Yeah, yeah. No, to be fair. A few people, yeah. No, no, she did some good stretches and stuff and she had some good moves in that. But I just know, like I was looking for, see, I'm kind of spoiled because the first yoga class I ever did was just a machine of a yoga class and I've never found it. I've never found anyone to like kick the shit out of me in yoga since. And that's kind of what I'm looking for, you know. But I have a recommendation of a girl that does classes about 20 minutes away. So I might try her. Maybe. Mm. Well, if you're out for a few years from it, though, you kind of need to ease back into it. No. Maybe just go to kind of get back into it. No, I want to be smash, 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 smash. Oh, I love hard Yeah, I'm just not into like harmony. I know it's terrible. And I know if I tried, maybe I'd like it. But like, you know, it's a few people have said different things to me, like, you know, about like, yeah, certain yoga classes and stuff. And I just, I'm just not a harmonious person. (laughs) I I, I used to like the Savasana, you know, where you lie down at the end and chill out and kind of reconnect and all that. And I did enjoy, I tell you, I did enjoy last night kind of getting lost in 
focusing yeah. on my body, which I haven't probably done, as I say, for years, where you're really like stretching into parts of your nice. body that don't normally get used at all. So that's good. Mm-hmm. So I definitely got something out of it. So I probably will go back next week. I think it's their last class, class before Christmas anyway. It's very oh, lexadaisical group as far as I can see. Um People in their little quilts and everything for the Sebastian. At the end, I was like, ah, let's come on. It's kind of nice if you're, if you're like a local to it and you go regularly, yeah. you kind of feel like. Yeah, yeah they were happy out. There's actually out. a new one down the road from us now, but like because we're moving soon, I feel like I can't start anything new at 11 o'clock on a Saturday. It's actually a nice time for it as well, yeah. um, you know, for the winter, yeah. but because we're moving. And I've loads of credits for that gym and I'm like never going to use them. Oh, it's such no. a waste of money. Can you gift them to someone in the maybe when I'm problem when you're driving when you're driving yeah when i'm driving yeah yeah. Yeah, so let's not mention the d word (laughs) yeah yeah no i know i'm determined now i'm gonna find a good one because i just need it i need to do more than just the running and especially now that i'm training next year uh (laughs) i need something else you know to get into those aches and pains and stuff so yeah so there you go, lads. Get out there. And if you choose not to do exercise, that's okay too. <laughs> we don't yeah, care. Yeah, especially, I mean, for these few months, like, it's not yeah. the end of the world. It's tough. Just, it is tough. Although stuff. you'll probably have a heart attack in January when you try to go back at it if you don't do some bit in December. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we went for the most lovely walk on Sunday morning because I was working at table after 12 o'clock. So we went out nice and early. And it was, I swear to God, it put me in good form for the rest of the day. It was, I just needed like a walk, you yeah. know, to just clear my head. Now, journaling were, uh, were with me and I was like, you have to walk quicker, you know, because I was trying to do like a proper <laughs> yeah, walk and yeah. they were like strolling. Bit of fitness. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. although I was cracking the whip, but uh, it was nice though to just kind of clear the head and stuff. Of course. Sure. Yeah, so, yeah. And you feel it set up for the day, don't you? Exactly. So yeah, for sure. Cool. There you go. That's uh, number one. Over to you, darling. Number two. Two. I thought I would start by asking you how I'm slip going is going because I'm not yeah. actually watching it at all before so, I go into anything else because I know a few people are gone and your man is still up. Yeah, bloody he? Matt Hancock is still there. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, boy George left the night before last, which was a bit of a shame because I was kind of enjoying him. And Babatunde left last night, and I was kind of annoyed when they started kicking people out because it's almost like you could you could write what was going to happen. The black women went first, yeah. then another woman, yeah. you know, and it's like yeah. oh for God's sake, it's just typical. Um, but I would like Jill Scott to win, who is the football player. She's lovely. She's just the most normal, yeah, really down to earth, nice. fun, clever. Yeah, good sport. Like just totally mm. level headed and. Um, yeah, I really like her. Mike Ting- Tyndall is really boring. Chris Moyles is really boring. I don't know why he's still in there. I don't know who's voting for him. Um, and in fact, he was crap at the tasks and stuff. Owen is lovely. The young fella from Hollyoaks. He's a he's a great mm, young fella. Yeah, he's he's, he's he's so innocent, isn't he? Boy like, <laughs> yeah, child like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's lovely, and but he's not. He's quite smart. At the same time, intelligent, mm. like, but yeah, just very boyish, you know. Um, and who, who am I forgetting? Oh, Sean Walsh, like, bleh, whatever, the comedian. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope I hope she gets it. I'm, I'm surprised a few of them are still in there. Like, yeah, to- Matt you know, Hancock. That's obviously all the Tories. Sue Cleaver's still in there. I don't no, mind her. No, she went very early. Like, she went on Monday she or Tuesday. Well? Oh, yeah. I didn't mind her. She was ready to she go. She was story. fed up. Yeah. Her story, did you hear? About Telling the adoption. Her. It was wild. It was wild. wild. Yeah, so in case anybody didn't hear it, she basically went to an acting job, wasn't it? And somebody that she was acting with was like, you're the image of my wife. Did I tell this and story on the podcast already? 
No. No, all right. And she had been adopted and it was his wife. Yeah. She was like the image of my wife when yeah. she was in her 20s. Or, yeah. And it was his wife. It yeah. was her biological mother. Yeah. And they were like in a completely random part of England, not like local or anything. It was absolutely they were actually they were, like they were, they were in a theater where she had gone yeah, for an audition. Yeah, it was at a theater, yeah. And it turned out her mother w- worked in the theater and that her siblings work in the theater. Isn't that bizarre? Mad. Yeah, yeah that's wild. wild. I, lo- I love when you hear stories like She that. said he yeah, uh, she's it. the image of her when she was in her 20s basically. So, yeah. Yeah, crazy, that's he just was like and he rang he rang her up and he said I found her. When she was standing in front of her. Oh, it's a mad story. I love stories. Mad, wild. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, TV, yeah, go on. No, so for my TV this week, actually, I thought I'd do something a little bit different because we did touch on it last year. Uh, How have we been doing this podcast for a year? But anyway. A year and a half. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, I thought I would tell people who maybe, even if they do or they don't know about it, a little bit more about the Late Late Toy Show and how it came to be seen Mm. as tomorrow night is the uh, annual viewing of the Late Late Toy Show. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, somebody today was... I said, are you going to watch a toy show tomorrow? Like a fellow Irish person. And they were like, no, no, I've no kids. So I wouldn't watch it. I was like, what? <laughs> Even if you have no children, you have to watch the toy show. You heartless critic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So just to give a bit of insight into it, uh, the first toy show was, well, pitched first to Gay Byrne in 1975. And uh, although he was first kind of, oh, in 1974 was pitched him. And uh, he initially turned, uh, Gay Byrne initially, who was uh, basically an iconic Irish presenter who presented the RT, uh, the RT show, the Lele show for like, what, 35 years or 40 mm-hmm. years, something mental like that. Um and although it was initially turned down, they decided to do it in, um, no, sorry. So that was 1974 and the end of 1975 was the first Late Late Toy Show. So at that time, it basically had record viewings as well. So considering 1975 was the year, it's kind of mind blowing that like it got such viewers at the time. Mm. Um, they did it as, a, uh, the format of it, if people haven't seen it, is basically <laughs> you have the presenter, the late late show, whoever's doing it at the time, most notably, I suppose, Gay Byrne, uh, who's kind of the grandfather, father of the nation for as long as he was presenting mm. the late late toy show. And he interviews kids uh, about toys, basically, toys mm. that they've kind of been given to play around to with review. and see if they like it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to review, absolutely. And then also, like, there'll be times when even him as a presenter will just look at some toys and talk okay. about it or whatever it may be mm-hmm. and it kind of went from there that was the initial idea of it and then it went from there so um, it's on every Christmas it has been on for since 1975 which is again wild um, and uh, when Gay left the Late Late Toy Show obviously the next presenter would have taken over so Peck Kenny at that stage and so on but the viewing is like, it's one of the most viewed Irish programs of the year. Mm-hmm. I think, um, over the last couple of years, I think in 2010 or 2009, they had their biggest viewing of the decade at 1.4 million viewers for a live TV show at half past nine on a Friday night is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very iconic, obviously, in this country because it's like when we were kids, we were allowed to stay up late to watch it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of heralded <laughs> like, the wild, start it's of on Christmas. That late. <laughs> yeah, it kind of heralded yeah, the start of Christmas. Exactly. And literally, Back in the day as well, it was a way to see what toys were coming out. Like we didn't have the uh, level yeah. of advertising that we have now or, you know, that's in your now, face. We had an Argos catalogue yeah. or a Smith's catalogue and you'd like circles with the stuff. Mm. But or even Connors. that was like, yeah. 
late nineties when the catalogue started coming in the mm. door. Um, but yes, absolutely. Signals Christmas. Um, it is like a program for kids, but it starts at half past nine, which is again hilarious. And people from other countries hear about this, and it goes on till midnight. Mm. So, um, you know, it's crazy that we have so many kids who be allowed to stay up for it. It's a big deal. <laughs> but most of them are asleep by ten o'clock, and they have to watch it the next yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And like, it's a big thing now to have your matching PJs and all that stuff, like every mm-hmm. year to watch it. Um, during COVID, it was very nice. I think last, um, the last few years, obviously, with everything that's been going on and all that, it got a massive viewing as well. In 2020, at 1.5 million people watched it. And last year, it increased slightly to 1.56 million. Um, and that's like 81% of the possible audience of RTE television watching Wild. the show one time. Isn't that hilarious? Um, other things that happen on it is uh, there'll be like Billy Barry kids. And again, if you're not from Ireland, you wouldn't know what that is. But basically these kids who are kind you of... You hate them as posher, much as most of us do. Posher, <laughs> mm, posher side of Ireland. Well, they used to be anyway. And they're basically like show kids and they sing and they dance and they do all that stuff. But when we were kids, we kind of hated them because it was mm-hmm. like, I want to be on the Toy Show. I yeah. want to be singing on the Toy Show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it kind of goes from there and it's really silly and it's just so innocent and I love it now last year I didn't like it as much two years ago mm. I really Brilliant enjoyed it in 2020 ago, yeah. yeah it was very sweet like they bring on kids who are like going through some kind of tough things as well and maybe like they might be sick or maybe their family's sick or maybe they've just had a very bad experience in that year or whatever and they'll often um, you know raise money for those charities and those that those kids will be associated with and things like that and they'll do like really sweet stuff for those kids as well mm-hmm. a lot of big singers appear on it like Dermot mm-hmm. Kennedy two years ago and Ed Sheeran's been on a good few times and era any kind of big British um, singer you could think of has probably been on it as well mm-hmm. in the last 10 or 15 years Um but uh, this year, uh, the only thing I've heard about it so far is that he wanted to, Brian Tuberty, the current host, wanted to peel it back to be very much about Christmas, which I think is a good idea. Mm. Last year was like In Lion words, King cut the budget. <laughs> I don't know. I think last year, like it was just really like, like I get what they were trying to do to have like a different, you know, perspective on it. But it was like Lion King themed last year and it was cool and the costumes were cool and all that. But like, really at the end of the day it's a Christmas show and we just want a Christmas show like that's okay like it's okay for it to just be like nice humble you know wholesome Christmas stuff (laughs) so it's on tomorrow night so we'll have a quick review of it next week but um, that is definitely the the Irish TV highlight of the week so there you go if not the year if you have any questions about the the year yeah Yeah. well Well, it's the biggest viewing it's the biggest thing that's viewed in Irish television in the year which is I don't really like Ryan Tuberty but this is the one time of the year I can actually Mm. stomach him and I admit that he does a good job at this Um, he does he maybe needs to do he maybe needs to go work with children full time (laughs) Um, (laughs) but uh, I didn't really watch it before I had kids for years because I hate Ryan Tuberty Um, and then we started watching when the kids came along and absolutely love it and now that we're abroad um we we can still get it on iPlayer and stuff, which is great. Not iPlayer, RT player, um, and yeah. have hooked some of our friends over here into it as well. So I'll be looking forward to watching nice. that with the kids on Sunday night with a raging hangover. <laughs> so there you go. Good tip, Nick. Good tip. Of all the spoilers, and like one thing I would say too for our Irish audience who might hear this in the next day is follow along on Twitter because it oh, is yeah. a gem. Twitter it's, on Late Late Show Night is like the Eurovision. It's it's the Irish version of the Eurovision. It's absolutely hilarious. Presuming so Twitter doesn't go, that doesn't go tits up before yeah. tomorrow night. 
Um, I have one exactly. TV recommendation this week, very briefly, completely the other side of the spectrum, really dark, depressing film called The Wonder that's on Netflix, but it's actually quite good. Florence Pugh um, playing oh, yeah, an English you, nurse. Oh, yeah, you watch it, yeah? Yeah, really good. Really enjoyed it. It's heavy going, though. You know, heavy, yeah. heavy, heavy going. So, um, it's like star- don't they starve themselves or something? She's like star- that, yeah, she well, that. she's not eaten in four months, this girl, and they think it's oh, a miracle gosh. and all that. And she, and she gets sent in to investigate. If you want to hear more about it, you can um, check out Screen Babble, my other podcast. <laughs> I'm not good enough for the TV this week anymore. Oh, there you go. <laughs> all right. Thank you for that, Nicola. Number three. Three. <laughs> Fox was five. Fox of the week is a woman called Rosemary Coogan, who was in the news this week. Do you know who I'm talking about? Is this who you were talking about yesterday to me? You were no. like, this might. Okay, no, no. never mind. I don't know who this is. Now. So Rosemary Coogan uh, is becoming more famous as we speak because the European Space Agency has announced its new class of career astronauts. Three men Ooh. and two women, including Rosemary Coogan, who was born in Northern Ireland. Uh, born in 91 she holds two master's degrees from the University of Durham in physics and astronomy she went on to complete a doctorate in astronomy from the University of Sussex Um, the five astronauts are from five different countries and they were picked from 22,500 applicants to be uh, uh, Europe's next career astronauts some of the other astronauts include an air a helicopter test pilot, a paratrooper and a trauma and orthopaedic specialist whose leg was amputated after a motorcycle accident at the age of 18. He went on to represent the UK as a Paralympic sprinter. He is the first astronaut with a disability to be selected. That was on the news a lot over here yesterday. Uh, But back to Rosemary, she spent time every year from a young age in the Sea Cadets and joined the Naval Reserve. And then she went on to work as a data scientist before completing her postdoctoral research in astrophysics. She she joined the French space agency SNES after that. And she has really the universe ahead of her, doesn't she? So um, I think this is one where... Limitless. 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 We're looking forward rather than backwards in her... um, and recognise her for what's coming rather than what's been. But yeah, fair play to Rosemary Coogan. So she's tw- 31. Bless her. It's quite I young. I know, yeah. When you said they're 90 something, I was like, oh, she's young. Yeah. That's our... <laughs> Somebody at work said to me yesterday, they were 40 last weekend. And um, I don't know if it was just a word, Baba Shawat. And I was like, oh, you have a great night. Like, you know, the weekend there, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I did, yeah. He's like, oh, he said to me, Oh, sure, you're not far off at yourself. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I was like, um, well, I am. Well, I was well, actually, clinging on yes. to the, my last month you're of like, uh, I'm only in my mid-30s. So like, Thank you. Six years. I got <laughs> you get, you get three years. years. <laughs> you get three years now out of your mid-30s. You know that before you ever get your, t- yeah, your yeah. late 30s. There you so. go. Oh, God. So I was like please no thanks mm. <laughs> and then he just kept shoveling you so think men go. would know yeah. by now not to make any reference to your age at all good yeah, or bad yeah it's so yeah. stupid just to be safe. anyway well done to her that's great news yeah. I'd love to hear stories like that yeah, it's great and it's a nice kind of modern fox you know it's nice yeah current to tell. current we do current a lot of past indeed, stuff yes. yeah there yeah, you go yeah. well number four four so I know last week I was talking about all things Twitter related mm. and stuff like that. So I'm going to leave Twitter and I did reference this last week as a joy for you. Mm. Um, and it may not be applicable to everybody who listens to this podcast, but I think it will be applicable to many Is people this the who home went and away to college. Thing? And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Who sat at home watching Bloody Home and Away when they should probably be doing study yeah. and, or in at, college or at lunchtime, like put yeah. it on at six o'clock every evening after secondary school, you know, for yeah. all those years. Um 
It is uh, Home and Away The Early Years. Oh. And it is literally an Instagram account completely dedicated to clips of Home and oh Away from the God. early years. Oh, I'll just be sitting <laughs> crying watching Shane and Angel breaking up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's actually so good because I remember a few years ago when it was, God, it must have been about 50 a couple of years ago, was it? 50? Um, no. When they... No, how old is it so? It would have been 25 or something. Google it. No, it would have been oh 30 or f- maybe 40. Oh God, I don't know. Well, I, I was Irish TV seven or eight, so I suppose. I will tell you now. So 30, might have been 30 years. Oh my God, it's only night. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 33 now. So yeah. 1988. Yeah. Um, so 17th of January, 1988. Um, but uh, I must watch whatever, it must have been the 30 year so program a few years ago. And I was sitting there bawling my eyes out. There were some of the clips that like I hadn't thought about in years that we'd watched when we were kids. Yeah. I can't even remember what it was now, but like, Many, many a car going into the sea, many a road traffic accident, (laughs) many a cancer person passing up, somebody dying on the beach, Um, dying on the beach, yeah, fires, you know, all the things that people can die of. Um, But it's kind of hard to find. So just to give you the, the tag of it, it's just it's home and away dot early years. You have to look at it, look it up like that. Um. And basically, there's like 200 posts, but it's just like iconic clips from Home and Away. And I just really found it very enjoyable. And again, it's not for everybody, but for someone like me who did spend so much time on it. And like, just there's just like brilliant stuff on it. Um, There's one, a lot of stuff about Marilyn, I think, because she was in it for so many years, you know. Mm. Um, Iconic. And then obviously, yes. Yeah. There's a few actually about Selena as well, who I'd totally forgotten about her character. Selena. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's just loads of deaths and loads of Irene. Again, iconic kind of characters, you know, Irene, Irene when she got married. Irene, oh no, I was huh? just, yeah, well, Irene and Morag, actually, there are two characters when they came in yeah. to it initially were terrible, horrible bitches and then actually came around to be good characters, you know. So, uh, they basically rewrote it, didn't yeah. they, you know? Because Irene was an alcoholic, battering mother. Do you remember Finlay and Damien were yeah. kids and they were in the foster home and then she used to turn up pissed every now and again and cause shit. And then this literally went on for years and then they made her a permanent character and she's been like a golden character for years. But, um, but Morag used to be horrible. She, she like, was a lawyer. Being horrible mm. and then she had like a total personality transplant mm-hmm. and was like she actually died in the last couple of years that actress I think did yeah. she mm-hmm. oh. but it's a lot of very iconic clips from Home and Away so I would just highly recommend it oh my god uh, my ma- my most major childhood years crush was Blake what was his name in real I don't I what was his name in I real remember life? him Les I mean, there was Hale. lots of Les them. Hale. There was always so many hot men. Oh, Blake! I loved him. And loved hot women. Yeah. And obviously, like a lot of big Hollywood stars and stuff who started in it as well. And was it Liam Hemsworth or Chris Hemsworth that was in it? I don't know. See, I'd kind of stopped watching it, it by the time they Chris came Hemsworth. around. Yeah. Ah, yeah, Chris Hemsworth did it. And actually, speaking Margot of Chris Robbie Hemsworth, was in it, wasn't really? she? Or was she neighbours? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and Isla Fisher and there's a few more big mm-hmm. names but um actually speaking of Chris Hemsworth it's not really related to internet so I got an off the top of completely he's retiring or um, semi-retiring or something yeah so he was doing a documentary for Disney for Nat Geo and in it um, as part of it they tested his genes mm. and it was he found out that both his mom's side and his dad's side he carries the gene for Alzheimer's mm. So he's like eight to ten percent more likely to 
have Alzheimer's as he progresses in age. Yeah. And um, he's like just spoken out about it. And it's all filmed, him finding out like, so it's no actually way. so sad watching it because he's like being told that he this is a possibility, you know. Yeah. Um, and it looks like he didn't know about it. But well, he is now, yeah, he's taking some time off to kind of process it. Kind of, not retiring, but I think he's mm. just taking time to be with his family and things like that, which is kind of nice and like, you know, intelligent way of handling it that he's not just like throwing himself into work and things like that. Like he's mm-hmm. actually taking the time to emotionally process it. So mm-hmm. I think it's like kind of a good modern man to be able to do that because I don't think a lot of people could, you know. No. But no. Um, yeah, it was yeah, sad. I heard that so there's a lot of talk. Yeah, um, I was like, in a... Um, I was in a nightclub in LA and either him or his brother were there. I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> Random. Random. Oh, that one time I was in a nightclub in LA. Like, yeah, I, do, I was like, it's like, he's behind you. I was like, where is it? Where is it? Never saw him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you'd see Liam's Hemsworth. Liam They're Hemsworth. too dark. Oh, God, it was the too dark. These nightclubs are like really dark for that oh, reason. Yeah. You know? But um, yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Go on okay. anyway. <laughs> Move on What's to number five. The, what's the handle again? Sorry, was Twitter or Instagram? Home and away dash early years on Instagram. Oh, cool. All right. I'll enjoy that now. Thank enjoy you. Enjoy it. Okay. Music news number five. Five. Right. So this is what I was excited oh, about right, sharing okay. with you. What I'm going to play something for you now. I'm going to play something. Oh, right, okay. Is it like a new Robbie Just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Once upon a Christmas time. No. No, no, no. Okay. He's okay touring. Just shush. Okay, right. uh, Tell me, Peter Peter Kay's touring, girl. I spent about four hours trying to get fucking tickets for two weeks ago. Oh, I was scandalous. Okay, hang on. Mike, go on. Sorry. I'm listening. Ready? Listen now. Yeah, but I wonder what Don't Hang on now, I'm going to play it properly on the on the podcast, but I just want to get your reaction to it. Wow. Just wait, the best bit's yet to come. <laughs> Faster five disco. We're dancing here, people. We're dancing. Dance with us. Here it comes. exactly who it is now oh my god my new favorite that is thing brilliant. it's I a love band it. called deco and they do mm. kind of covers like that but they've got their own original stuff as well so you'll find them on uh band camp and things like that and on twitter they're deco uh, band uk but essentially anyway i uh, came across these guys via enemy they um 
they put a tweet out with that clip and um, they tagged Noel Gallagher and Hall and Oates in it and they said like, oh, Noel's going to be livid about this. And um, yeah. and actually, Noel ends up responding saying, in, in, in any era, it's still a tune. And Hall and Oates responded as well with a little 100 emoji. So they were all delighted with themselves. So they wrote, oh, we were cool. wrong. Thanks, Noel. Um, and then the band later wrote, flipping neck, it gets better when Hall and Oates give them the thumbs up. They've previously given the ma- uh, mashup treatment to songs including Coldplay's Yellow and the Verve's Bittersweet Symphony. And in, e- in recent months, the London-based band enlisted Sean Williams, a.k.a. Barry, from EastEnders to appear in the music video for their single, Rain. So there you go. Lons. Oh, I love it. Made my What's their name again, sorry? Deco. 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 D-E-C-O. Yep. Made my day yesterday. Oh, I was I like, this is the best thing I've heard. I was like, can we have the full version? And also, can we make a Christmas number one, please? <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I love it. It's I, so I love it in the 80s anyway, it's that, so it's very cool. It's yeah. that uh, chorus. So, so <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. That's my top class singing very there. Very good. Uh, so really there, ending the podcast this week on a fun note please don't sue me Deco Band for playing your tune um, <laughs> but there you go um, as I said we are off to Amsterdam for the weekend and looking forward to that uh, but I'll be back we'll be back next week next week is hectic everything's just ramping up now in terms of work for Christmas and ramping up for socialising waiting next weekend so we'll be getting back and be getting ready for that and yeah I'll go what's your plan I was actually going to do that list of Black Friday stuff, but actually there's not great sales now. No. There's not great. Things aren't great, so mm-hmm. I didn't bother. But um, enjoy Black Friday if you have anything you need to buy. That ho- I hope, I, I wish discounts on you all <laughs> for things that you may need. I bought a dress um, in All Saints a few weeks ago and I've rebought it now with £40 off. Oh, cheaper. Oh, um, nice. And I, I, I got some deals from Urban Outfitters. I got some furniture with 30% off. Mm. So that was quite good. Oh, nice. You said you were looking for a coffee table. They've got some nice coffee tables. You could try them. Um, I do want to Ireland. This is my problem with trying to buy things is yeah. delivery to Ireland, you know. And the other um, but, big deals, yeah. I got 20% off some clothes for the kids in H&M today, which isn't amazing, but it's something. Yeah, Because they actually but have like, little rewards for members as well. So I got another fiver off as well. So there's oh, weird good. little things floating around, offers. Yeah, and actually, to be fair, I did get ASOS had some some things very cheap. Mm. You know, it was up to fifty percent off, mm-hmm. and there was like forty percent off some cool like Gazelle runners and stuff. Adidas, mm. um, like Nike, Adidas, all those have big discounts, but just not great. Like the big things for us, like no. we're looking after, we're looking for electronics, you know. Yeah, and there's nothing really on them. It's there's literally we're not even going to bother buying yeah. them tomorrow. There's literally no point. Me too. I had loads of furniture. I was holding off ordering loads yeah. of bits and pieces of furniture that I wanted because I thought, oh, ten percent off twenty percent off would be great now yeah. and nothing none of them are in it I didn't put up the prices too Harvey Norman we had my, my eye in a washing machine they put it up 100 euro going to the sale <gasps> so yeah lethal so be careful people mm. shop wisely is all I would say shame on um, you so happy Harry. Thanksgiving as well to all of our American listeners oh yeah happy Thanksgiving everybody <laughs> amazing enjoy yeah enjoy and uh, we'll be back Next week. Happy weekend. Enjoy smoking the pancake now. Sexy party, Heineken party. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Love you guys. Uh, Bye bye. Bye bye.